Dingus and Dongus. Hey, Michael. Episode 34. Uh, Joker Killer Smile by Jeff Lemire and uh, Andrea Sorrentino. Out on DC. Yeah. Well, first, I want to say, I really enjoy the Jeff Lemire and Sorrentino team because uh, they, they've been doing this uh, book called Gideon Falls like Horror Series okay. out on Image, I think. Fucking amazing. But, back on topic, I really enjoyed this book. I did too. It... The main thing I disliked about it is the same thing I disliked about Wonder Woman. is because it's their black label. Mm-hmm. The size of it is a little bit wider than a normal comic okay. book page. Yeah. And if I read it digitally, like, every time I go to a new page, I have to zoom out just slightly. <laughs> like, how dare you make me take two seconds to, like, pinch my fingers and open them so I can see the full page. How Fuck dare you me. inconvenience me? <laughs> But no, it's a good book. Mm-hmm. And it starts out as like a fun mystery. And then it goes from fun mystery into fucking downward spiral of madness. And that was Lala fun. Land. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really enjoy uh, the art. Uh, I like the way the panels are laid out. Like all the different styles that uh, Sorrentino did. Yeah. It's uh, It's like... So, so the main character for uh, Killer Smile is uh, this, I guess, a psychiatrist or a psychologist uh, treating the Joker, yep. essentially. And where as, have we heard that before? <laughs> hmm. And they fall in love. And pigtails happen. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, as you know, his uh, as the uh, the therapists. Uh, mind deteriorates due to the exposure, you know, his time spent with the Joker, like, the panels started getting more fragmented looking. Right. And I think that's a really cool way to show that visually. Well, and then on top of that, or to add to that, a lot of, like, violent contact points were little tiny red panels Mm -hmm. where, like, the punch landed on the face. Right. And it wasn't, uh, it was like a misshapen rectangle or square. Right, it's it's not or like rotated. perfectly yeah. aligned or uh, square butting up with other panels. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and on that note, the the color the colorist is fucking great. Yep. I, I think uh, it. Uh, well, there goes my thought. <laughs> well, it's great because it looks good. Yeah. But also, it shows diversity in style because within the book, they have like the story time book. Oh, yeah. And the little cartoon TV show, which is a completely different art style. Mm-hmm. So, in the like, same book. Uh, Mr. Smile and uh, Mr. Pouts. Yes. I was about to, I, that was one of the things <laughs> I wanted to bring up. I love that Batman was called Mr. Pouts in the yeah. little story. And he kind of looked like a pig. Yeah. A little bat pig. A little bat pig. <laughs> that pouts a lot. Um, I think uh, the, the main story is only about... It wasn't it like three issues? Three issues, three yeah, yeah three so books. It was pretty short. And did you read the extra little thing at the end? I did. Okay, yeah. Uh, there's a, another, um, I guess, a one shot uh, called Smile Killer. It's more focused on Batman instead of you know this interaction with uh, Joker and the therapist. 
And it's like Bizarro World Batman. Yeah. <laughs> it's very similar to uh, what Lemire did with Moon Knight. Yeah. 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 Because it's, uh, you know, the main uh, character hero. Uh, Moon Knight was Mark Spector. Here's Batman. Uh, Bruce Wayne. Um, stuck in a psychiatric facility. And uh, the people around him uh, are people that he knows in real life like gordon became uh the psychiatrist that's been treating him for years mm-hmm. and years and it's a, a similar concept where uh batman is made to believe that you know uh his his entire life is basically a lie well yes it's just i don't know if that's necessarily the case or that he's mentally ill yeah like in his life wasn't a lie he was just crazy pants yeah you don't know yeah uh that's like a very similar thing with uh what lemire did with moon knight right where it just kind of keeps you guessing except this is a one shot and i kind of want it to keep going and see uh where it goes well do you think it could go much farther i don't know i'm just curious it just seems I felt like I got what I needed out of it. Yeah. Like, unless he breaks out and actually acts out Batman instances, mm-hmm. but if he's doing these vigilante Batman save the world shit in his head, he thinks he's doing the right thing. Maybe he's actually killing innocent people. That might be a cool story. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. There's a, there's a lot of different places uh, Lemire could take that concept. I don't think it needs to, though. Yeah. I think this served it well enough. He killed his parents, or his dad. His or mom at least survived. he is made to believe that. I like to think yeah. it happened. Yeah. I think this is like a takeaway from all the Batman canon we know, because mm-hmm. it is in the Black Label, right? Mm-hmm. And it's he's in the loony bin, yeah. and he created this other Batman persona and vigilante justice or whatever to cope with him murdering his father because he got brainwashed by a TV show. <laughs> Maybe that's a little too literal, but it makes yeah. sense to me. Yeah, it's, it's possible. Um, he, Lemire leaves it pretty open-ended. Right. But uh, overall, I think it's uh, it's worth a read. Um, the art's great, and the story's fun. And I was interested to see that the Joker's character style wasn't too d- disfigured or, like, grotesque. Right. It was pretty human. Yeah, he just kind of pasty-looking. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. Not a weird pointed nose or chin and huge smile. Right. Nothing too exaggerated about his features. Yep. Which, you know, works pretty well in the context of the story where he's playing a friend to this psychiatrist and, like, uh, acting as if he's helping him out. I thought it was a pretty stark... Well, he kind of is. Yeah, He's way. helping him in the sense that he's showing him the reality. Or at least his hey, version of reality. Yeah. It's like, no, your your wife left you and took your kid. Mm-hmm. You've been talking to no one. So, <laughs> it helps like that, I suppose. Yeah. It, uh, I, I like how uh, they, they do the time jumps, too. Because I'm a... The way I read it, there's a lot of time jumps. Because I was, uh, when when he was interacting with uh, his family towards the beginning, I read it as that was actually happening. And then when he left, 
uh, to uh, go to uh, the to Arkham. I read that as a uh, as a time jump. No, I yeah. did not. No, I read him talking with his family like that as him being a loony. Okay. Because later on in the book, it shows like a page of him going through those motions again, mm-hmm. but in an empty house with no one there. And he's saying, like, some of the same shit in the panels. Yeah. So hmm. I guess I, I don't remember that part. Fair. I don't remember a lot of things. No. <laughs> the album is Possessed by Evil. By Evil. <laughs> <laughs> Out in 2021 on Nuclear War Now Productions. It's a fun album. Yeah. It is what I have... It sounds like your stereotypical Japanese black and thrash. Yeah. Your Abigail, your Sabat, Sabbat, whatever. Yeah, I, I when I first listened to it, it was like, I, I don't, I don't know how to say it. It sounds Japanese. It is. Well, <laughs> yeah, like, it is. It's like, yeah, this sounds like a Japanese band made this music. Yep. And it sounds great. Yeah. I fucking loved the obnoxiousness of the drums and the very like as soon as you press play those drums are just obnoxious and i loved it <laughs> it's just like ting 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 thud 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 like, hell yeah <laughs> now so is black and thrash is the only thing that makes black and thrash black and thrash just raspy harsh vocals over thrash over like, riffs over i guess i think it really, and then some double bass here and yeah because you know? like Musically, is like this just sounds like thrash, really, for the most part. Right. It's very, very little black metal. Yeah. I can even hear a lot of like bluesy riffs. Yeah. Too. So, yeah. Like but, rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially with the solos. Yeah. Uh, there's moments that uh, remind me of you know Motorhead. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, so there was a period in my life where I was balls to the wall, like. Black slash thrash was what I wanted to listen to. Mm-hmm. And I still like it a lot. This was a fun album. Like, it was rock and roll, man. Mm-hmm. It's party party music. Right. But now if I want to listen to that, I just listen to early Sodom. Yeah. Like, that is a little bit more... Le- like, I would say earlier Sodom leaves more to black metal than this does. And I'm yeah. not saying it is black metal. Just mm-hmm. that's closer than this was yeah so um i i don't know if i talked about this before but like this band uh well listen to this album like i have i feel like I, I probably never will listen to this particular album again but if the band is playing i will definitely go yeah Absolutely. Yeah. That just sounds fun. Yeah. Like right? the crowd's going to love it mm-hmm. and I'm going to see some solos and it'll be great. Right. Like for me, there's like, uh, there's albums that I listen to and then, and then like, and some, sometimes I, you know, well, no albums I listen to, I will go see the band, but then there are albums that I don't listen to, but I'll still go see the band right. because I know it's going to be a fucking fun time. Right. Yeah. Is there like any particular Ones that, like, you could think of? No. <laughs> so I listened... Well, a little less so now. When I was going into the office, I would listen to eight hours of music a day, basically. Yeah. 
now at home, I get maybe one or two albums in. Yeah. On average. Uh, so an album I wouldn't necessarily listen to, but I'd go see the whatever live. Mm-hmm. Nope. No. I mean, if I feel like listen, I was trying to think. It was like maybe there's like '90s country yeah. that I would go see live, but I think it'd be the inverse for me. I would hate to go see a '90s country concert at some fucking amphitheater with douches in the crowd. Right. And just let me sit at home and listen to this horrible pop country. In my room. <laughs> That's a better experience for me. So right. I think it's kind of the inverse. Hey, I guess I could say that about, like, a lot of bigger bands in general. Mostly because as I get older, I'm less willing to be in, like, tight crowds. Fair. So, like, yeah, I'll listen to Metallica. I'll probably never go see Metallica ever again. Yeah, I don't think I ever will either. I There are very few bands I'll go to bigger shows to anymore, yeah. I think. Especially amphitheater shows. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, one cost. Right. Well, I mean, not even then. Yeah. Because you can get a ticket for thirty bucks. Oh yeah, long which seat. It's just yeah. too bad. Yeah. Um, but I just prefer club shows now. Yeah. And my quote unquote bigger shows might be theaters. Yeah. Like a Tabernacle or a Bucket, where Wasp was playing, for right. example. I just the bigger ones aren't as fun. No. It's... The sound is usually worse. Right. And then there's I don't know. It's, We're grumpy old men now. Yeah, it's just <laughs> I don't need to see that many people all at once. Yeah, no. If it's not Priest or Maiden, I'm probably not going to go to one of those shows. Mm-hmm. And even if it is Maiden, I don't know. Yeah. I've seen them a couple... No, I'll go. If pre- I'll go. Never mind. It's <laughs> fucking Priest or Maiden. And then, of course, there are exceptions like, uh, well, certain fests. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, I'm I'm just over being crowded. Right. Well, take for example, Evil. Mm-hmm. This band would be way more fun at the fucking Earl oh, than yeah. they would be at a pop up stage in a parking lot. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, so give me the Earl show. Yeah. Every time. Same ticket price. I don't care. Thirty bucks for each. Still go to the the smaller club. Hell yeah. I would rather not pay 30 bucks for that, but <laughs> this is, yeah, this would be a fun time live. Yeah. So if, I wonder, hmm, I have loose plans to go to Japan in a couple years. Yeah. I should see if they're doing any, like, local shows. You should uh, book them a few shows in Japan. <laughs> so I, yeah, I should. It's like, look, I'm coming over and I want to see you all perform. Let me book a show for you. Right. So when I come, I can see you. <laughs> I wonder how that... Oh. I mean, I'm sure that happens all the time. Like, inter, like person from a different country book shows at a different country, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It seems like... Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know anything about book shows. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been researching promoters and venues in Japan. Yeah. Just so I have a point of contact... So I can go, hey, I'm going to be here in this time. What shows are happening? Right. You know? Because the way, the websites I've seen for Japanese shows, A, most of it's not in English. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for me to, but, you know, Google Translate gets me close enough. Right. But they have, like, a weird listing, and I don't understand it. 
What do you mean? I can't tell you. You'd have to look it up sometime. Weird what? listing? Like show listings for yep. websites. Oh. It's you know how for us yeah. it's like Wednesday, July twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. Band is playing at this venue. Uh-huh. And then dates after that. Right. That's not the case there. Do the dates like just like get shuffled around? Well, the I don't. The dates have the like the twenty seven in there, mm-hmm. and that's it. And then it's a oh. weird. Maybe it's just a couple websites I've seen. Yeah. And they have horrible website designers. <laughs> I don't know. Point is, there's a promotion group that I keep in contact with and message occasionally, and they have been slowly telling me what to quote unquote look out for. No. And usually it's like a, I don't know what they're called, like a prefecture in and around Tokyo, mm-hmm. whatever that name is, yeah. extreme, and then a number. And they oh. usually don't list the bands. You just go. You, it just, here's a metal show, go. Uh, that, yeah. So I assume it's just local. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to fucking find out, though. And it's going to be great because I'll just, I won't care. Zero right. responsibilities. Well, let's go to a show. Give me some beer. And it'll be great. I don't care what it is. It's yeah. an experience. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of curious, like, what the show culture in uh, Japan is. Yeah. I wanted, because I really only know our show yeah. show culture. Right. So. And really, I'm, I mean, I've been to a couple other, you know, I've been to Fest. You know, uh, Maryland Death Fest and, you know, a couple of the shows around the country. But most of my experience is just here in Georgia. Yeah. Well, and fests are a different experience, too. Yeah. Versus shows. Right. So, I'm going to follow Evil now and see if I can find a show of theirs in Japan. Hell yeah. And go. (laughs) It's a... Well, I'm assuming you're booking a vacation around it. Yes. But it'd be kind of funny <laughs> if you went just for that show. <laughs> you catch like a red eye. Just to see that show. Yeah. And then come back. <laughs> is it? Is it like how? What's the um the flight? I think time? it's. I think it's 13 hours. 13 hours. And they do have a direct flight from here to Tokyo. From Atlanta to Tokyo. Yeah. No shit. That's pretty awesome. Because when I was looking years back, you had to do here to L.A. Yeah. Then over. I was like, holy shit. Because that's when when I booked Psy, they mm. came directly over. Fuck. From Tokyo to Atlanta. Fuck yeah. And that rules. Yeah, no. Because I, I remember, you know, um, traveling to uh, Taiwan to visit family and stuff. But I, I've always had to stop off at San Francisco and, you know. yeah, Dick around. Yeah, dick around or rush. Uh, sprint to the next uh, next terminal. No thanks. Yeah. Put okay. me on a fucking plane for half a day mm-hmm. and let me watch all the Marvel movies in order mm-hmm. and get really sore knees and then stand awkwardly by the bathroom and waddle so I can stretch. And eat bad food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had good food on my flight to Istanbul. Turkish Air had delightful food. We should. We have not. We should probably stop talking about not evil. Possessed by <laughs> evil. How, how do we? How do we? How do we bring it back from <laughs> Turkish Airlines to? Uh, good well, food. 
Also, Japan has good food. Uh-huh. In Japan, there's a band called Evil. I would like to see them. Hell yeah. <laughs> good pat, job. Pat, 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 pat. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> Dingus and Dongus. They mock